Hello, everyone, and thank you for returning for the third episode of the Dream Team Basketball Podcast. My name is Jonathan Gordon. As always this week, I'm joined by my co-hosts, Raf and Emmanuel. We'll start this episode off with Emmanuel schooling us on how close the uh, Chicago Bulls were to pulling off the big three of Dwayne Wade, LeBron James, and uh, Chris Bosh in 2010. And then we get to an assortment of other basketball topics. Uh, as always, if you want to subscribe to the podcast, make sure you get it in your feed every week. Uh, we would really appreciate that. And if you like the podcast, make sure to leave a review. Uh, now that the, all that business is out of the way, just enjoy the conversation. Uh, thank you again. Let's start talking about the uh news this week which was uh well not news but a lot of the podcasts and a lot of basketball has been talking about the 10-year anniversary of the decision and the forming of the big three in miami let's start with emmanuel uh all right so said the scene this goes back uh pretty much to the 2003 draft uh, LeBron Wade, Melo Bosch, as we all know, are the major headlines from that that draft, along with you know the infamous Darko Milicic. Don's got to deal with that because he's a Pistons fan. We can, yeah, we got a we got a title from it. Yeah, so, so he didn't add it. Um, no, he just put on the bench. Go ahead, Emmanuel. So. Uh, so now we uh, move forward to the next year, 2004, where these same guys are uh, playing for the Olympic team. Is that the team and, that lost? Yeah. Everything that happens now with the Olympic team kind of starts in 2004. And so the guys who started playing in 2004 started noticing how they play with each other. And they, you know, this is when they start becoming friends. You know, the Banana Boat crew starts to form um, without Chris Paul and then eventually. And these guys, you know, progress. As time progresses, they become playing on all-star teams together. They start hanging out more with each other, and they decide they want to play together. Fast forward 2007. Uh, 2007 is when Kobe, he won it out. This is where you're going to talk about, uh, like, when the Bulls thought they had Kobe, right? Well, this is the second time, yeah. Because okay. the first time, the first time was in uh, 04, I think, when he when he announced on TV uh, when he had the whole interview with Shaq on TV that uh, when the Lakers was trying to trade Shaq, he was looking for houses in Chicago. Okay. Uh, okay. And so now the second time comes, he wants to get traded to the Bulls. Uh, another team that was in play was. Detroit, Detroit Pistons. But he said that no. Was another team he said I'm not sorry, going. There. Sorry, we said no. So, so the thing that stopped Kobe essentially from really from the Lakers sort of pulling the trigger is the Lakers wanted Lou Aldane. The Lakers wanted Lou Aldane. Kobe wanted to play with Lou Aldane along with Derrick Rose. Uh, this is Lou Aldane. He's starting to he's starting to see signs of what he can eventually become. Joakim Noah is is pretty good. Not not what he was, what he becomes, but he's pretty decent. So this is the makings of a good team. So he doesn't want to get traded because he doesn't want Laudane to come back to the Lakers in the deal because that hurts that team going forward. And then eventually Lakers say no, and they get Paul Gasol. And the rest is and history. And then the rest man. is history. Yeah. rest is history for them. But that's important because we fast forward – the, the original thing was Wade, Melo, and LeBron was supposed to once play with each other. So once he took that, that became off the table, and Chris Bosh entered the picture, which is why he declined his extension from Toronto. That was that was one of the reasons why he he you know decided he wanted to play somewhere else. So we fast forward to that season before the 2010 off season where the decision happens. So the guys are looking to play, you know, together and whatnot, seeing what their options are. 
this is when you start to hear rumors about which team LeBron wants to play for. Da, da, da. Uh, and so eventually around March enters the Bulls where Wade and LeBron at the time were looking to come on the team. Not necessarily Chris at the time, but Wade and LeBron. And that's crucial because the Bulls was looking to at least get two of these guys. Maybe At the very least, they knew they could get one, but they wanted two. And the focus really wasn't on getting all three for any team at the time. LeBron and Wade was coming to the Bulls. And and they were making all these moves and whatnot on the team going forward. And eventually it got to the point where Derrick Rose was getting upset because they was trying to change the team up. And this is where the Luol Deng trade starts to come in fact too, which at the time he was making 11, I think he was making 10 or $11 million, not 18 million. Like um, so Christmas, on, um, I said, like Winhorse. No, Winhorse. Winhorse said he had like a forty-eight million dollar contract, something like that. Yeah, but he was only making ten, eleven million dollars. He wasn't make. He said he was making eighteen. He was making ten, eleven million. So that's easy to trade. Even eighteen at that time would have been easy to trade because I know three teams off the top that would have won a little all day, even at $18 million, let alone $10, 11000000 million. So if the Bulls really wanted to trade Lil Aldang, he would have been gone. So now from from what Winhurst said on his podcast, it was it was not a matter of teams wanting Dang. It was at that point right. teams knew that if they traded for Dang, they were opening they were making the Chicago Bulls a team that could afford to bring in those three players with Rose and Noah. So it was it was from what Windhurst says, and I mean it's just what Windhurst says. It was the league doing what they didn't do with the Golden State Warriors, which is saying we're not gonna look out for ourselves to get this player. We're gonna kind of look out for the league and block this team from getting this super team. It was just getting two guys. It wasn't really getting three. The three thing doesn't cross doesn't really cross paths until the start of free agency. That yeah. that that doesn't come into place until July second or third, really. Derrick Rose is really, from what I was told years and years ago, Derrick Rose is the guy who stopped Lou Aldane from getting traded because he got fed up at the point where these guys was wasn't even on the team yet, and they already try to make decisions for the future. LeBron was taking meetings. He's meeting with the teams. You know the Knicks. So at this point, it looks like LeBron is either going to play with the Knicks or the Cavs at this point. And then move forward, uh, Chris Chris first, like Winhorst said, Chris took his meeting and then Wade took his meeting with Miami. And then this is when the whole three started to come into focus. But at this point, the Bulls were starting – to kind of sour a little bit on the deal. And Derek, like I said, Derrick Rose had already said no to Law Dang, so it was only so much the Bulls could do at this point because they didn't want to upset Derrick Rose. And then also, too, they, you know, management wasn't really feeling it. And then eventually they realized by July 4th, like Winhorse said, they could play together with Miami. They would have to take a pay cut here and there. And then the rest, as they say, is history. But I had heard this story maybe six or so years ago, I think, maybe five or so years ago. So it's so funny that now it's coming out. The part that doesn't make sense to me about it is Chicago has never been the franchise that cared about even, like, Jordan and what he Right. So I don't think that they're the kind of franchise that one year into Rose, he's not even an MVP yet, that they're going to say – Well, this is – we're well, gonna we're gonna listen year. to what you want over what over getting Wade and Bosch even. Well, so it wasn't like they completely said no at the time. This is his third year now, and this is the year he this is the year before he wins MVP. This is season before he wins MVP. This is the offseason before. So his voice started to matter a little bit more. I wouldn't say it was, you know. 
it was there yet, but his voice started to matter more in that organization, especially, you know, he's he was the home kid. He was the first pick. Everybody was enamored with Derrick Rose at this time. So his, his voice mattered. I wouldn't say it mattered as much as it did later on the next, especially the next year, but his voice did matter some, especially coming out of the locker room. And this is also where you, where that uh, quote comes in, where the quote kind of comes in about him not wanting to recruit people. Mm-hmm. Well, that was on the mellow stuff. That's that's kind of where that really gains. Yeah, story. yeah. And so that that kind of comes from this situation. Well, hold on one second, because I'm looking at um Derrick Rose stats. What's weird to me is that either LeBron and Wade or Bosh and Wade or LeBron and Bosh didn't see Derrick Rose as the uh, third guy because in his second year, this is his second year we're talking about, right? The year before the yeah. MVP. So he's averaging 20 points, six assists, um, 0.7 steals, 0.3 blocks. Yeah. He's not going to be a rebounder because he's a guard, so let's give him three rebounds. Right. And he's shooting 50% from two. His effective field goal percentage is 495. He's not a good three-point shooter, so that's regardless. No, well, at that time he wasn't. Yeah, yeah, because nobody was shooting threes back then. So it's kind of, right. it's kind of weird that two of the three didn't say that. Well, we could just play. Well, honestly, it's kind of weird that like Bosch or Wade didn't go there because I could, I just can't see LeBron wanting to play on Michael Jordan's team. Well, see, that was the thing too. That was the thing too, because, uh, like I said, the Bulls started to. Take, I went, I would say kind of sour on the thing of the three, and they start to focus on Bosch and maybe try to get Wade. But at that point, it was they wanted to play together. So it was, I mean, go ahead, as man. good as Noah was, uh, if they because we're forgetting Noah at that point wasn't washed up, he was he was still young. No, he was, he was still, let me look at his second right. year stats. Yeah. I, I mean, the, the special thing about Noah was he was kind of like Dennis Rodman in that he, he could rebound and he could pass out of the middle better than almost anybody his size and defense. He could he could run the fast break too, which was extremely so, cool. Give me a so, second. I got so, I got Noah's second year stats real quick. Yeah. So he's giving you 10 points, seven points, eleven rebounds. He's giving you one point six assists, the blocks, yeah. and he's shooting fifty percent. Go ahead, John. Yeah, so I'm saying like if you if they were able to bring in even just Wade and Bosch and you put Wade and Bosch with what they had there, those that young nucleus, if you would only have to move Dang. Well, or you, keep, you Dang. Can keep Dang. Yeah. yeah you can see, because you're not going to get LeBron, so keep Dang. So you're talking right. Ro- a lineup of Rose, Wade, Dang, and then Bosch, and Noah. Noah. Dang was giving you 17.6 points a game in his thousand. Yeah. Good. That's winning the East. That yeah, team won absolutely. 60 games the next year without Wade and Bosch. Absolutely. That's that's a championship quality team. That that's 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 the blueprint of how you make a team almost. At least one of them. And one of the interesting things, like because a lot of the podcasts this week talking about this were like kind of showing us like an alternate future, is imagine they sign there and LeBron goes to New York on his own. He decides I'm gonna be the star in New York. We may be looking well, at We may be looking at a future, like right now, sitting here, if that happens, where LeBron doesn't have a ring. Well, he was never going on his own because it was going to be him and Melo and him and Stoudemire. He was never going to be on his own because Melo was going to find a way to get there. So he was. But even LeBron, Melo, and Stoudemire maybe doesn't beat that Bulls team. Well, then are are we counting that? Does Derrick Rose get injured in this future? Like probably not. I mean, he doesn't have to do know. as much. I don't know, man. Because if you if have go, to go back, go back yeah. to his injury. That injury is so freaky. It is. It yeah, is a freaky it, injury, but he doesn't have to go to the hoop for thirty times a game. Because he's got Wade he, and Bosch there. Yeah, and and they probably blow them out worse than what they did in real life <laughs> with this team. So he probably ain't even playing that that quarter because it's ain't no point. It's, it's so it's really interesting. I mean, we would be looking at LeBron completely different if, say, maybe he only has one ring. So but you it, also it, have to consider like Miami. I think that's how Pat Riley sold him on Miami's got no taxes. So yeah. 
you're actually making the same amount of money. And would well, you rather had- live in Miami or Chicago, man? Well, yeah, uh, that's what he sold them on. The no taxes, the the city itself, the the weather, but also they had they lined up their roster perfectly to where that summer they had only Chalmers on the book. Yeah. And they pretty much could build their own roster, which is what they wanted to do with the Bulls. And they just Derrick Rose had too much love for like like Whitworth said, like he had love for Keith Bogans. So yeah, he, <laughs> he said I, I, I could win with Keith Bogans. I had yeah. to look up who Keith Bogut is. I was like, I don't even remember that. So, so you know what I'm saying? You, you kind of understand where Derek was when, when you got guys coming in trying to all of a sudden change the whole roster almost. Well, like I was saying in the thread, it might have been yesterday or two days ago, if you're Derek Rose coming off your second year and you're pretty good, like you're not thinking about winning titles yet. You're thinking about, like, I could still be the man and I could win titles on my own. This isn't well, like an older Derek Rose who has no ego. You're full yeah. of ego. Like you don't want to subjugate your game to Wade and Bosch and LeBron. All of a sudden, you're like fourth man on the pecking order. Well, I think you- I think for him, he he wanted he wanted you know these guys to come, but he didn't want it to come at the expense of other guys that he knew was quality guys. Like I said, he had. He I mean, you said Keith you Bogut. said Keith Bogut. Yeah, not, so he's not a quality guy. Keith Bogus was a good defensive defensive player. How do you spell his name? I'm gonna look up his stats. <laughs> Keith Bog, I got him. Keith Bogan, B O G A, yeah, B O G A N S, I think. Yeah, so I mean, I mean, uh, he, how can you replace he, a guy that gives you eight points a game, Emmanuel? I mean, look, they were still, they were still in the running. St- I'm looking at his stats. They were still in the running after that summer. They were always a wing away from being mm-hmm. a, a championship level team. I remember even after that, like when Mello was considering going there for a second, when he was, they would always have well, that. Uh, that was more of a power play with the Knicks. That was the year that uh, Derrick Rose did not like even try to. That's the year where Derrick Rose gets that reputation that like he doesn't want to help recruit. Because that was kind of the knock on him this year a little bit too. When it, when all this happens, Derrick Rose isn't doing more to bring these guys in. Woo-woo. And so eventually – when you fast forward to Melo and the same thing is kind of happening, a lot of guys tried to put that on him again. And he was like, look, man. What year was that when they were trying to get Melo? I think that was 2013. It was okay. 2012 or 12 or 13. It was one of those. Yeah. yeah. Well, let me look at that up. Um, 2012, 13. So Derek Rose. Yeah. his It's a damn shame he got injured. Yeah. Because 2012, he's only playing a few games, and he gives you, like, 21 points. He plays 39 games. 2013, he only played 10 games, and he gives you 15 mm-hmm. points. Because he, he refractured something. I think that's that year we were talking about where – I think that's that year where at the end of the year, they were saying he was healthy. and they wanted That must play, be the but... year. Yeah, that must be the yeah. year. He didn't play at all in 2012-13. So 2013-14, he plays uh, 10 games. Wow. And then 2014-15, he plays for – so the 2013-14 is the year we were talking about because he just – he didn't play many games. Yeah, many games. You, you realize, like, I mean, he he lost, like, almost three seasons. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And Carmelo and Anthony so. in 2013-14, is that – that's coming off the scoring title. Yeah, and he had – and he was up for free agency. And yeah, he's at a- and he was trying to get more out of the Knicks because apparently he never had interest in going to the Bulls, really. He had still three very productive years after the scoring title. Mm-hmm. 27.4 points, 24 points. Then it starts to dip to 21 and 22, mm-hmm. and then he's out But that, Yeah, because at that point, it was really just him just chucking up shots. Yeah, because the team wasn't good. Yeah. Now, I remember when the – announcement came about the big three going to the heat and at that time we, we had we hadn't seen a big three like that we haven't we haven't seen mm-hmm. three guys like, like that go to a roster and i remember the big t- the talk was okay it's that it's those three and mario chalmers on the roster and they only have like so and so million like whatever the amount was to get a full rest of the roster and how are they going to do it and at yeah. the time and we, well, we didn't know 
because it never happened before, and now it's happened with teams like the Golden State Warriors, is they found out if you put talent together like that, where it's clear that they're going to be in the final, the they're going to be at least in the conference finals. Mm-hmm. Vet, veterans chasing a ring will take next to nothing to come to your team. The whole goal of Miami, essentially, the, the reason these guys want to play with each other was because of Boston. Yeah. So – so, you know, lo and behold, while they're getting this team together, the team they're trying to beat Boston is, you know, having their own issues. They're aging. And, yeah, not only that, but they're having internal issues, especially between Rondo and, and Ray Allen. Mm-hmm. And and Ray Allen is uh, also the only guy really that Danny Ainge can really trade because they don't have a lot. So – he also becomes a focus of trade rumors a lot of the times. So, you know, he becomes disgruntled eventually, and he takes less the next year or or the next it's year two, after they win. Yeah, after they win. Yeah. What do you guys so things like that happen. What do you guys consider the first super team? It's probably it's, Bill Russell's Celtics or something. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I, I, I mean, like the modern age. Do you guys can like? Because a lot of people talk the Heat being the first super team. Well, the first super team is tell you that it's Boston and that they were really just trying to do what Boston did and they just did it better. Yeah, the Durant These Warriors. Are, the, the Durant Warriors are a super team. Man. Mm, I the, just look at them as a team. No, they were. They won a title without Durant. Then they won seventy three, and LeBron had to. LeBron and Kyrie had to be like Superman to beat him, and that Draymond and, had to get. And Draymond had to get suspended. Like, yeah. yeah. So I mean, that was a, that was already a team that just right. beat the record for the most wins in a regular season, and then Durant added to it. All right. Like that's a super team. Mm. So you got like. Durant and Steph, who are at the time the second and third best player behind LeBron. Yeah. The only other time you had like two guys who were the second and third best player is like when Shaq and Kobe was on there, and you could argue one, two, and three with them and Tim Duncan. Because no one's ever going to say Scott wow. was ever the second and third best player. I mean, yeah. what, what See, for me, a super team is if you have two of the top five players or three of the top 10 players in the league. And I feel I mean, like the Miami Heat had that. I don't know that, if Chris Bosh was ever a top ten player. Man. I'm a back. Yeah, he was. His numbers he in was. Toronto. His numbers in Toronto. He was. Yeah. yeah. He didn't. He now was, the yeah, minute Dwayne's Wade and LeBron, he just like Kevin Love had to completely step down what he did. But when he was in Toronto, he was an All NBA player. He was. Mm-hmm. So at least he was top fifteen. I'll give you top yeah. 15 for sure, yeah. Because Wade and LeBron were – well, LeBron was the best player, and then Wade was somewhere between top three and top five for sure. I yeah, think it depends on what – top five. I think it depends on what year you're talking. Well, the year, the, the year they got together, LeBron was the MVP, right? Yeah, yeah, no. yes, he was. No. I think he was coming off the MVP, wasn't he? He was coming he off, off the yeah. MVP. Yeah, he was coming Because that's when he um, flushed out against Boston. And then um, – right. That's the year that Kobe wins, and that's the best year that Wade ever had when he's averaging like 29, or is it 30? I'm not sure. It was like 30 because he won the scoring title. Yeah, that was definitely his best individual year. So those right, that right there is the top three players. I mean, LeBron was the best player, he just didn't win. Yeah. And, and, and that's similar to Golden yeah. State, that where Curry and, and Durant were clearly top five guys. Right. Yeah, because Curry was coming off of two MVPs in a row. And the, the, MVP before the, that first, was Durant. the first unanimous MVP, and then Durant was MVP. Which he shouldn't be. I, I no, it should have been Jordan or Shaq or something like that. Should have been yeah. the first unanimous MVP. If not for that like, idiot, Fred Hickman. Yeah. <laughs> what, what brought away from being unanimous for Shaq? Like, yeah. I mean, it's, Clay Thompson is never a top 15 player, and Draymond Green's never a top 20 player. So. No, and that original Lakers Shaq Kobe run, Kobe wasn't quite a top ten player yet. Yeah, no, not until two oh three. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Like the uh, mm-hmm. their last title. No, what's the year that? Yes, yeah, the third title, not the second. Yeah, title. 03. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's when he's a top three player because he's mm-hmm. basically even with Shaq as far as scoring. Yeah. Right. So you could argue one, two, and three. Obviously, Tim Duncan was in there. So that's why I said one, two, or three is Shaq, Kobe, and Duncan, whichever way you want to Right. I'm not arguing with number one. I'm just saying that's clear. I mean, he was, dude. Like, I'm not a Tim Duncan. I know. No, I know. Yeah, but. And then this is, this is also the year that uh, KG and Dirk also have spurts here and there. So you got to add them. So that's five. And then you got McGrady. Yeah. Allen Iverson mm-hmm. was still a thing then. Mm-hmm. Vince Carter was never a top five player, though. No. It was always a no, no, but it's that it's that time frame where like top ten player like Baron Davis was like a top ten player in that era. I don't know about that, man. I, yeah, I don't know about that. that. I don't know about that, man. That's that's my least favorite NBA because it was like Baron Davis and Stefan Marbury were like top players. And he, yeah, but they weren't well, top ten, man. Yeah, weren't. Gilbert Arenas awesome. and like well, Gilbert Arenas for one year. Yeah, um, he had like two years he was a top ten player because he was just scoring like crazy. Because yeah. we were talking about that that 2004 team, which we didn't even win the silver. We won the bronze. Yeah. Well, that was a lot of that was Larry Brown was a bad coach for those guys. I think um, Richard Jefferson he said he was the worst coach for us. It, it was a bad coach, but also, like, basketball starts with the point guard. You have to have some facilitation from your point guard. And there are two point guards on that team were Stefan Marbury and Allen Iverson. Well, that's your guy, man. I'm not an Allen Iverson. That's, that's two guys who don't exactly like to pass the ball. And they love to shoot the ball. And then Tim Duncan was on that team, and he like really didn't want to be there. No, yeah, he really did. <laughs> he really did not want to be there at all. If, if like, you look at if you look at every picture from that team, he's in the background, just kind of rolling his eyes. Well, you can't tell the difference between that and him winning a title, though, man. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you ever seen that picture of him winning the Rookie of the Year? <laughs> he looks like he was just served divorce papers, and he's got the Rookie of the Year. He probably, I think he probably was. was, yeah, because because <laughs> remember his wife came out with like gay allegations against him and everything when they got divorced. It's true, man. Go look it up. I mean, don't waste your time looking up Tim Duncan unless you're a San Antonio Spurs fan. No. Even then, no. <laughs> but um, look, man, like, do you consider it a disappointment that they only won two? Because they should have beat Dallas, man. They really should have beat Dallas, man. I do, and it's the same way I look at the Warriors and the fact that they didn't win all four of those. Like, well, you can't count that last one against um, uh, yeah. Toronto. No, no, no. Curry you can't hold that. Durant. No, it was it was Durant and uh, even if Clay plays like, game six and seven, maybe they win. They, were banged, just, up, they were banged up after five. They years. were banged up, man. And for me, like the way I look at it, because obviously we all watch those games, is they probably shouldn't have won that first championship. That probably yeah. should have been the Cavs. If, if and, only... the Cavs, and the Cavs should have not won that second one. So, really, they have each other's rings. If only yeah. Kyrie doesn't get hurt in that first game, I don't think yeah. they win that first one at all, man. But once yeah. Kyrie went down. Ooh. And Love was and Love was gone. Yeah, because what's his name broke his shoulder. <laughs> Kelly Olenek broke his, uh, yeah, broke his arm. There is no top 10 player of all time that's ever had a finals as bad as LeBron James versus Dallas. No. I mean, uh, doesn't he only score eight points in one game? Yeah. There was I think one, he yes, scored, one of those. I think he scored 21 game. And I then think. that final championship that they lost against the Spurs, Wade just disappeared. Well, he yeah. got old. That's why LeBron left because Wade got old, man. Yeah. He was missing free throws and layups, and you could see it. Now <laughs> imagine Dwayne Wade with Tom Thibodeau ruining his knees. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Tom Thibodeau takes a couple years off of Wade and Bosch. Oh, absolutely. Wade, Wade probably doesn't do it off of Derrick Rose. There's only so many players he can get to. Did you ever see that video of Jimmy Butler on Minnesota and he's telling Tom Thibodeau, say, like, stop playing me 40 minutes. There's other guys on the team. It's like when he's trying to force his way out. Yeah, yeah. This is during that the whole, and he randomly had a, an interview with Rachel Nichols. Was it random at all? <laughs> he texted her, "Hey, baby, come over here. I need you. Come on, come on over here. I'm about to bury this team and make sure I get <laughs> off it." That's the ultimate booty call text. That's not about getting a booty call. <laughs> he texted you up. He texted you up. 
I'm going to make sure I say everything I need to say to get off this team. That's exactly <laughs> what he did, man. Yeah, yeah. I want, let's talk. Uh, let's talk. Let's talk real quick about the bubble because uh, Silver threw it up in the air that we we might still not see it. That if the yeah. COVID keeps getting worse, there's still there's still an option of just shutting it down. Is that Florida? If Florida decides they're going to continue to shut down the state further and further and further, do they maybe move it? Do they, you know? It's and we already know. Place. And we already know that like some teams are going to show up and play in that playoffs. Like the Nets are basically fielding a G League team. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, they just signed somebody else too. Uh, they're talking about putting up another bubble for like all the other teams too. Which is random. I saw that the other day. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe California is another possible spot. Uh, well, California has the most uh, COVID um, cases recently. Did you guys see that? Yeah, California's yeah. right up there too. So I mean, it's going to be hard to take it seriously at some point because, like, right now it's just the Nets, but we're seeing. A first round matchup is likely going to be the Nets versus the Raptors, and the Raptors are basically going to get a buy. Well, they were going to get a buy anyway, honestly, man. Yeah, anyway, you kind of look at, and it's not necessarily the Nets because Orlando can move up. Yeah, Yeah. and then so they're they're also playing regular season games still before they move to the playoffs. So the the Nets are kind of a lock to be in. Like the East is the East. It's well, no, it's gonna be hard for anyone to move well, into it. Said it's not a lock because all the Wizards have to yeah. play four games within them, and, and then they'll and do a play. And we play the Nets twice. So if Bradley, I'm, telling you, I'm, if I'm Bradley, telling you what, the Wizards get in. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be wearing my Wizards hat. I'm gonna be. <laughs> You're gonna bring out the John Wall stats again. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be talking. I'm gonna be talking championship ring. <laughs> I'm gonna lose my mind. I would go far that far, but maybe conference finals. Let's 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 do conference finals. <laughs> oh shit! Problem is, where is is the Wizards are without Davis Bertans, and he's been amazing this season. Yeah, because he doesn't yeah. risk, risk that free agent money. Yeah, it's the it's the rare Spurs mess up on a on a free agent. Yeah, well, I think they intentionally. To let him go because they had guys that they needed to play. Yeah, he, you know, it's surprising they haven't traded DeRozan yet because they have they have a lot of guys in the backcourt that they need to play. Well, you got to remember he they might not offer him. Well, can he just opt back in? I think he's actually a full free agent. Oh, okay. Yeah. And they so it, they may not they may not offer him because I mean I, what he would, wants for what he does like I I'd be surprised if they offered him anything I'd be really shocked he's the most unimpressive twenty five point per game scorer I've ever seen in my life it's not Lamarcus it's Aldridge no Lamarcus Aldridge at least like in the playoffs when he was with Portland not so much with the Spurs but remember he killed the um, uh, Dwight Howard and. Um, Remember that year he killed the fucking um, Rockets? Oh, well, that's not yeah. new. Everybody killed Dwight Howard, though. I, I remember Chris Bosh used to go at Dwight Howard. He's out 40 against Dwight Howard. No, he was better than Kevin Love, man, because he he, had, he, get, he he at least contributed to winning. Like, Kevin Love. No, I mean the, the, the least uh, impressive – 25 score. No, because Kevin Love was better than um yeah, I've never been impressed by the he like the, the Raptors against the Cavs were better with him on the bench, remember? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you could do more things without with DeRozan not on the court. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I don't know where I don't know where DeRozan ends up. I just it, Orlando. It Orlando or, yeah. or Detroit. Orlando Cavs. Yeah, Detroit. Like he could be back with Dwayne Casey and play in Detroit. Or with, Charlotte. No, I don't know if it'd be in Charlotte, but yeah. I could see him so basically some team that's not competing and just needs a, a star to put up twenty five and put on your tickets and you know, yeah. you know 
you don't think he could end up That's, on one of the LA teams? He's probably too expensive. No, I just don't. Yeah, he's too expensive. Yeah. I don't think any. There's no California team that could afford him. Not even the Kings could afford him. When you were talking about uh, Lamarcus Aldridge, that was one free agent I was never upset that we didn't get. Like when Kobe Bryant was ruining free agency because. They kept trying to get teams that were going to make Kobe Bryant win, and it was over for Kobe Bryant. He was he was old. You, you could have gotten was, you could have gotten prime Shaq on the team, and we weren't going to win. I was like, yeah, I was happy with the draft picks, to be honest with you. Well, there was no other option. I mean, Kobe was making like thirty eight mil. No, but yeah. like we could have gotten like somebody. But like I was always happy. Like no, just let him go out on the retirement tour because we were bad. And Lamarcus Aldridge. I don't know. Is it that he just didn't fit San Antonio, or is that Kawhi became so good, or I don't know what happened. But it, it became Kawhi's team. Yeah, I think it's also too of uh, how his game translates. Lamarcus, Lamarcus, how his game kind of translates into that that old kind of pick and roll kind of post up for you know ten straight possessions. It's kind of outdated now. Well, did he start making the threes this year? He well, can he, he can shoot the yeah. three, but he's not like I mean he's not. But his game is his game is you know ten to seventeen feet from the basket. That's that's yeah. his game. Post up, turn around, jumpers and whatnot. Most big guys in the, in the league now can make a three. Like there's right. no there's no one left. I think outside of maybe Drummond who. Who no, because even even Drummond was shooting threes uh, last year. I think it was he was shooting some threes. I think I've seen Drummond at least attempt threes. I don't know if they've gone down. Yeah, I've seen him attempt. He, he attempt he attempts them. It's ugly. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's a different story. But yeah, now in B out there, he like some some games he'll think he's Curry and he'll, like, he'll shoot like he shoots threes. too much. He shoots too. Much. Yeah. But he has to make up for the fact that um, Ben Simmons doesn't shoot shots unless he's at a Kendall Jenner. Exactly. <laughs> the only shot he takes. So, no, I would love to see them. I'd love to see him get the bubble going. I would love to see them see basketball and see some kind of uh, resolution to the season. But I don't know. Uh, I don't, I don't want to see – I don't want to see a bunch of teams with G League fillers. I don't think it's going to be a bunch of teams. I just think oh, it's going to be yeah. you know. a couple teams here and there that might have one or two spots. God, that Nets team is sorry. Yeah, but that Nets team was sorry even if they had everybody, man. Yeah, it's true. There's no Kyrie. <laughs> there's no Kevin Durant. <laughs> Ain't nobody's fucking excited to see Spencer Dimwitty except his parents, man. Spencer Dimwitty, Terrence sure. Burt. Yeah. I'm not sure if Spencer Dimwitty is going to be there. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, man. Even if he's there or not, who cares? Man? I'd rather see Bradley Beal in the playoffs than the Nets without Kyrie. <laughs> I would like to see if 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 Karis LeVert can stay healthy. I kind of do want to see what he can do in the playoffs, though. I think he's going to play his ass off because he's going to be traded. So he's going to try to make sure that people can see he can play. I don't know about the trading part. I, I don't see them trading them. If they could get every, Bradley every, Beal, they could. They, yeah, every Beal trade I've seen has Karis LeVert in it. Has Karis LeVert in it. But did you listen to Winhurst? He said, like, Winhurst was on either Low or his own podcast. And he said the Nets have the pieces to get Bradley Beal. It's like Karis LeVert and the guy with the afro. What's his name? Uh, yeah. Jared Allen. Jared Allen. And then draft picks and stuff. Because Dimwitty's a free agent. Yeah. I just don't see it happening. Well, Bradley Beal's going to get traded somewhere. It's just where. Is he, though? I, I think he's – you don't think he's going to get traded, Emmanuel? Not if we win no, the championship cause... this year with uh, Wall and Beal. Oh, stop it, man. <laughs> 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 I mean, you don't want to break up the dynasty. Yeah, don't want to break that up. No, you don't think he's going to get traded, Emmanuel? I don't know because it, it, it's been so long since Washington – you know, mm. has new management. So I've been so used to them not not doing anything doing smart. Things. Yeah. So like the pro- the problem is he was looking like he wanted out or when it cost him an all star bid. When mm. he was like he had the best statistical season 
that didn't result in an all-star bid ever. Like his, his, his stats were the best of any team, any player that ever didn't make the all-star team. Yeah. Yeah. And it was because mm-hmm. of how sorry the team was. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I think at that point you were starting to hear rumblings from his agent that like, he might want out of here. No, for sure. And so if he still wants out, I think a lot of it's going to be how much does he want to play with John Wall, their friends? How much next year would he believe in a team with him and a healthy wall? Yeah, but how much does he want to be an all-star somewhere? Yeah, but like I said last week, any player that wants to leave, Mm -hmm. they can leave. Mm-hmm. There's no, there's no stopping. So, does he really want to leave? Is the question. Because if he wanted to leave, he would have already been traded by now. Well, but he remember he signed now, that con- that's, uh, he signed that contract where he couldn't be traded, but now he could be traded. right. But, but, uh, but he could have. There's a situation where he could have did both, essentially, like kind of like Anthony Davis did. Mm-hmm. Well, picking where, up the extension when he picked up the extension, it meant he couldn't be traded until this off season. Yeah, if right. He if he decides that this offseason he wants to be traded, there's going to be a lot of teams lining up for him because he's a top 10 NBA player right now, scoring-wise. And he's locked down for five years. Well, not that, but it, there might there's not going to necessarily be a lot of free agents to get, no. especially this offseason. So... Yeah, but <laughs> the, the big free agent season is the next year after that. Yeah. Right. But, Which, we're and, never going to have a free agent season like that season, like you're talking about possibly LeBron, Kawhi, Giannis all being in this – Anthony Davis all possibly being in the same free agent class. Right. Oh, yeah. You forgot Paul George. Yeah, well, Paul George. And yeah, Kawhi. And Kawhi. And Kawhi. Yeah, so, I mean, so, so you're talking about possibly, like, five of the top ten players in the NBA in the same free agent class. Well, I mean, I don't – I don't expect – I don't expect LeBron and, and Anthony Davis to leave the Lakers just because. Uh, no, neither do I, but you got to put it out there. Maybe they will. But, like, I don't. I mean, where's LeBron going to really go? Well, he's going to pick up that. By next year, how old is LeBron? Like 37, 36? Yeah, he's going to. 36. Yeah, he's going to take pick up the money. Because, because not only that, but especially with LeBron, there's that. There's that even if he wants to play till he's fifty, you can only make so much money once you're thirty-eight. Yeah. That's the NBA rule. So now what's been talked about for a while is that LeBron is gonna line up his free agent year. Whatever team whatever team he say he signs back to the Lakers, he's gonna line up his free agent year with the year that his son can be drafted. That's what they're saying, yeah. yeah so, that's that, been a- so that he'll basically be able to go into that offseason and tell all the NBA teams, if you draft my son, you also get me. Which I, I don't mean, see happen because he'll be like 40. At that's that what time. I was about to say. Is that really like a appetizing to an NBA team by that time? Yeah. Uh, probably from a t- – I mean, if you look at it this way. So if we imagine that his son's probably going to be talent-wise enough to be drafted in the top 10. Right. The, top, the top 10 teams, the teams drafting in that area, are probably going to be crap teams. So if you're a crap team and you know that you get to bring in, you get to draft Bronny and whatever he is, you're also bringing in LeBron who may be not the best player in the league at that point, but he's still LeBron James as far as ticket sales, as far as uh, Jersey sales. Yeah. But when you're bringing in LeBron, you're bringing in a guy who has so much power and by age 38, 39, you're not going to want to deal with that at all. Yeah, especially if you're a small market team too. That's that's not like Cleveland that already dealt with it. You, you I, probably don't want to deal with. I that. mean, see if but if but if you're Cleveland and you're probably Cleveland at that point, two three years from now, it's I think it's three or four years from now, is still in mm-hmm. the top ten, or if you're the Bulls and you're in the top ten, or you're the Pistons, like well, I mean, top ten of that draft, you're saying you know what it's worth dealing with because we know we're going to sell out the stadium. Where every one of our games is going to be on TV because it's going to be a huge story. I mean. Winston, it's you have to go back to Ken Griffey Jr. and Ken Griffey Sr. to the last time that a parent, that a dad and son played together. Yeah, but yeah. that would that didn't matter that much because I was watching baseball yeah. then. Like Ken Griffey Jr. wasn't Ken Griffey Jr. then. 
And Ken Griffey but Jr. Ken Griffey was, Sr. Just, was, was never just LeBron. Like, he was never anything, yeah. But Ken Griffey yeah. Sr. was never LeBron. I mean, LeBron playing with Bronny would be a huge deal. Ken Griffey Sr. was never even as good as Barry Bonds. Not Bobby no. Bonds. Not, no, not Barry. Bobby Bonds. Not Barry Bonds. Bobby Bonds. Barry Bonds' dad. Like, you're telling me, like, the season that we get Bronny and LeBron on the same team, that's going to be on – that's TNT and, and ESPN are fighting over every one of those games. Well, that really depends on how good Bronny is because, like, he still has yeah. a growth spurt. And I don't even think he was starting on his own team yet. Uh, he was starting on some of the teams. He was starting uh, on some games, but, yeah, he he, he was – He's nowhere near what LeBron James was. Like, Oh, no. absolutely not. Absolutely At not. age 14, people was like, we would draft LeBron James now, remember? Yeah. 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 He's probably the he's probably the last player where he, if we played like Europe we did like Europe, okay. he could have played in the NBA at sixteen. Yeah, yeah. Because people wanted him like I've heard about LeBron James when the Lakers winning titles. When Shaq and Kobe yeah. was on like their second title, I was hearing about LeBron James. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kobe was trying to woo him to Adidas with that ugly ass uh like spaceship shoe. No, but Adidas blew the the contract because they didn't offer him the most money, and thank God because nobody likes Adidas. No, but I remember uh, like his first ES, his first Sports Illustrated story. Like he's on the cover dunking in those uh, ugly Kobe like, the, the space you know, shoes, yeah, spaceship shoes. Wait, so what happened with with Kobe then? Because he he's, he didn't have Adidas; he had Nike. Like, no, he like, had Adidas. He started out with Adidas. You Kobe, Kobe started with Adidas. But I'm saying I don't remember what happened after that. Oh, he. What? This is after the 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 rape trial. He bought his way out of Adidas. I oh, think. Okay. Adi- yeah, I think Adidas like separated themselves from him during the rape trial. Yeah, and then he he was able to buy. He bought his way out of Adidas, and he uh, bought his way out of Gatorade because of the really? rape. Yeah, yeah, they were happy. They, they were happy to be away from him because of the uh, rape trial. Well, no, I know about Adidas, but I didn't know about Gatorade. Oh, you didn't know that. So after the rape trial, McDonald's and Nutella dropped them, but Adidas, Adidas and Gatorade didn't drop them. So yeah. they distanced themselves. From they distanced them. themselves. Yeah, they, they pulled them out of ads. They yeah. So then he buys his way out of Adidas, and then he buys his way out of Gatorade because his agent, who at the time is Rob Palenka, who runs the Lakers, mm-hmm. was say. like, "I can't get you another uh, drinking." Because um, remember, he was with Gatorade and Sprite. Like I can't get you right. another software. I mean, soft drink uh, endorsement. But what I can do is get you uh, stocks in them if you leave. So that's how he had. Remember before Kobe died, there was like a story that he got like two hundred million from like Powerade or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he had to get out of the the Gatorade contract to get stock because he was like, no one's gonna endorse him because of the rape trial except for Nike. Mm-hmm. And that's where you get that first Nike commercial with is like you hate me because of this you hate me because of that and then yeah like, yeah you, i remember that yeah that uh tosh 2.0 said no we hate you because you're a rapist his I nike shoes were so much better than his adidas shoes. oh his yeah his... i must have blocked out the adidas shoes because i don't everybody everybody did. oh manual we're like after the pod we're going to send you these ugly adidas shoes oh god Emmanuel, they're the ugliest man I, I must have blacked that out because I just don't did. remember the Kobe Adidas shoes. No, they were ugly. I never had a pair of Kobe Adidas, and I loved Kobe, but no, they were ugly, too. And see, and the difference was was Adidas let him design the shoes, so apparently he was like the designer of these ugly spaceship these ugly shoes. Ugly-ass spaceship shoes, yeah. Oh, you don't remember, like, after the rape trial, he had, like, no endorsements? I remember that part. Yeah. I remember, like, the whole thing because obviously we were all watching mm-hmm. at that point because he would have. I, I remember vividly because he would have like court cases and then he would he go. would it would, same, it would be the same day as playoffs and he'd have like thirty that game. Yeah, <laughs> he'd just go off so every game, even with a, even with all that. Like Nike wanted him bad because they because he was Kobe Bryant. So even with all that, right. Nike wanted him bad, but he was tied to Adidas. And he had to buy his way out of Adidas. And he didn't have, like, what LeBron James had. He didn't have, like, the right. super huge contract. Like, when he signed with Nike, he signed for $64 million. When LeBron signed with Nike as a rookie, he signed with Nike. He signed, like, 100 Yeah, so. But he had to buy his yeah, way out. We, but, go ahead. Go ahead, man. Can we, can we all imagine what, like, the league would have – or what, uh, like, groups like ours and the internet would be talking if uh, – the Kobe Spaceship shoes came out today. Uh, the well, the Kobe trial. 
But I mean, if there's like as much as we all went in on the uh, Steph Curry's. Oh no, like, I never. Went in I never. Today. I never went in on Steph Curry's, man. Those shits were ugly, even when they was. Oh, those those are the worst sneakers ever. You see them in the go look in the chat, Emmanuel. They're the ugliest shoes of all time, man. I sent it to our group chat. Yeah, he sent it to. The, oh god, they look like a car. <laughs> they look like Megatron and that's like a gun. That's the base gray ones, but then like that whole side panel, like they have like American flag ones. They have yellow ones. I they were awful. Uh, you 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 did the right thing for getting them. <laughs> <laughs> I did not remember these two. He did the and, he, and, and Kobe designed them and played in them. He played like a whole season in them. Oh. See, T-Mac got the good shoes, man. Yeah, I remember he's in, Adidas, he's in Adidas guy, too. T-Mac, got, T-Mac is yeah. still with Adidas. He's still getting them checks from Adidas. Yeah. I remember oh. T-Mac shoes. Oh, those Kobe Bryant's are ugly, man. Oh, they're so they're, ugly. They are hideous. I don't... I, I, I don't know who it is in in our group, but uh, I think it might be Roland. Who I know Roland likes the shoes. Uh, who stands by those shoes? Well, who, Roland's like, the one. those shoes. Roland's the one Spurs fan who has Kobe and Dun- and Shaq over Duncan. He's the one Spurs yeah. fan who's like, eh, man, I, I like Tim Duncan, but he wasn't better than those guys. Well, I was a Spurs fan, so I'm like that. You were a Spurs a- fan? Yeah. You, as long as I've known you, you told me you're a fan of no team because the Bulls broke your heart. I never. Well, but I'm talking. I'm talking about earlier when it was Lakers versus Spurs. And oh, when um, David Robinson was on the team. Okay. Yeah. That's way before. Well, the well, no, I mean, I, I mean, well, when David was about to leave, should I say, when, when they started winning title with, with the uh, every other year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, with the big three of Manu and um, uh, yeah, Tony Parker. Tony, yeah. So See, it looks me, like I, I, I love the Spurs team as well because like I I had the uh uh Dave Robinson posters. Dave Robinson mm-hmm. was cool. It was it was when they got Duncan and everything slowed down and. Mm-hmm. Well, David Robinson was Sean cool, Elliott. Was... Sean Elliott was never cool. By its own, Sean Elliott was never cool. <laughs> You are Pistons fans. They couldn't wait to get rid of him. But oh man, we traded Dennis Rodman for this. <laughs> he gave his brother a kidney. Yeah. Hey, I respect Sean Elliott. I'm just saying he was never cool. Man. <laughs> they brought him back as the announcer, or he's still the, uh, the announcer. Yeah, he's still the announcer. He's the guy yeah. that hit the three against Portland to send them to the finals in the corner. Remember? Yep. He's on mm-hmm. that first team, the first title team. Look, I remember David Robinson until he ran into like Hakeem Olajuwon or Carl Malone or Charles Barkley or fucking Clyde Drexler in the playoffs. Nobody's ever been embarrassed like Hakeem embarrassed David Robinson. <laughs> or when Jordan killed the Suns. Yeah, it's like he's putting up 40 a game on Barkley. Like, you ain't the MVP. Easily, easily. Like, <laughs> he was at a practice just by himself, just shooting in the gym. <laughs> that MVP is as stupid as Carl Malone's MVP, Charles Barkley's MVP. Did they not see what Michael Jordan was putting up that year? I think at that point, it was it would just pick somebody other than Michael Jordan. What year does Barkley win the MVP? Is that 94, guys? I think that's 93. 93? Okay, I'm going to look up Michael Jordan's 93. So 1993. Yeah, it's 93. He's put up 32.6 points a game. 2.8 steals. Easily. He's putting up... Jesus Christ, man. He's putting up fucking seven rebounds. It's a travesty, too, that he doesn't he's putting have up five. Defense. He's putting up five. Or six. Oh, my God. It's a travesty, too, because Jordan doesn't have more defensive player uh, a year awards. Because he doesn't have a second, a second team defensive team. Like, he's always been all first. So, how does he only have like – Well, who are you going to take it away from during that time? Matumbo or Gary I Bay? know. I know. Like, it's but not like still, the MVP, so. But still, it's like, he should have had more than one. So this is Charles Barkley's uh, 1993. 25 points, 12 rebounds, 5 assists. I think it's I think it's that narrative thing where he helped bring that team, the Suns, from a crapshoot team to, to a playoff title contender team. So I'm going to give also, you a Also, they didn't factor it in. They, they didn't. 
like publicly factored in, but I think a lot of those voters also factored in his dream team run. Yeah. And Barkley was Barkley was like the star mm-hmm. of Dream Team. Well, here's Carl Malone's 1993. Well, so was Jordan, though. But I know but Bar- Barkley, Barkley was the MVP. Barkley was the MVP. Yeah. Barkley was scoring more, but... So that year, it goes... Um, Barkley finishes one, Olajuwon finishes two, Jordan finishes three, and Malone and... No, Ewing finishes five, and Malone finishes four. Because that was the year the Knicks were really good, remember? Mm-hmm. That was one of the few years. That was, was the like, year. That's the Charles Smith year where they should have won, but Charles Smith. <laughs> I hate the Knicks and I hate Patrick Ewing, so I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I've never seen a dude be so fucking. Ugh, I grew up in New York. I live in New York. No one ever lets you down like Patrick Ewing, whether he's missing a, fin- a finger roll or getting injured when he's supposed to be in the finals. Getting embarrassed by Akeem Olajuwon. <laughs> Poor Patrick Ewing. Yeah, poor Patrick Ewing. Now, guys, we have breaking news on the podcast because it just literally hit Twitter. I don't know what if happened? anybody else got the notification. So, uh, from Adrian, Wo- yeah, so from Adrian Wojnarowski, ESPN's Jackie McMullen reporting the not the eight non-Orlando teams moving towards a second bubble in Chicago. Yeah. Well, you could put that on NBA TV. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you can put that on NBA TV and I'd watch. Like, what else am I going to watch? You can put it on. Yeah. Or, yeah, you can do, uh, give uh, people free league pass. I think they got the league pass is free this year. I don't know. Uh, Well, yeah, I think it was. I think it was free for like the year or whatever. I don't know how good it's going to be, though, because, like, one of the teams that's in that non bubble is, is the Warriors. Like, you telling me Curry is going to be Curry and Clay? No, no they don't like, want to no, play. Not. They just don't want to have those guys not play for like a year and a half as well. They want to make sure they yeah. still but, get out. Well, also they want to make they want to do the whole you know take a look at the young take a look at the younger guys. Well, no, they that's what I'm saying is I don't I, I don't think we're going to get the rosters for these eight teams. I don't think we're well, going to get any of the active. It's going to be like a preseason game where you're seeing. Like the the bench players and then some G League players. I mean, that's still better wow. than watching reruns on NBA TV, though. Man. Yeah, I guess. I mean, how many times I mean, can I all... watch the best of Kawhi Leonard? Yeah, and also too, how, do you really want to watch uh, Curry and Clay Thompson versus like the Hornets? No, no, you don't want them. Or the that. Pistons? Hey, that's the Pistons? Your, that's your cross the bear, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> You, you could have picked any team in the world. You chose the Pistons. <laughs> uh, it's because yeah, you grew up in I'm, Detroit, I'm a, right? Yeah, and then and then like I just happened to like the reason I end up with the Wizards is I just happened to move here, and all the Wizards games are on TV. I live in Virginia, and their two top players at the time are from University of Michigan, and it's uh, Weber and Howard. Oh, yeah. And so I kind of, so I kind of adopted them as like a team too, and and at that time I was pissed at the Pistons because because Grant Hill left us. Yeah, but imagine no, you would have signed him and he had those five years of the ankle injuries. Well, maybe yeah. he doesn't have. Them. No, he, he got injured in them. that. He got injured in that playoff series versus Miami. Remember? But you guys are probably yeah guys younger than me. No, yeah, that was uh. No, I remember. Oh no. Yeah, ninety seven. Is that ninety seven? It's ninety seven. It's it's the year when the Heat play the Bulls in the conference finals, and no one cares because like the Heat did not belong there at all because <laughs> they yeah. they beat them five to one, four to one. I'm sorry. And he As injures his ankle. Though, Grant Hill, Grant Hill always felt too good to be true. Like if the Pistons put together a team of like scrappy guys. They never have the superstar, so it yeah. always felt weird as a Pistons fan having like. One of the stars of the league. Yeah, he was gonna be the guy to take over the league when well, Jordan. They had Isaiah. Yeah, Isaiah. Yeah, but even Isaiah was like Isaiah was never the size, scrappy, like league in '87. Oh, we're not saying no. We're we're not saying Isaiah wasn't like a top ten, top five, top three player. He was just never the face of the league because he came between Magic no, no, and Bird no. and um, Jordan. No, no. But I mean, he was a he was a face. He, he was, was one of the most. Yeah. 
Yeah, I he mean, was a recognizable player. Like, well, like Grant think... Hill was like the face. Like he was, he he was. Well, I mean, still game. after he retires, like they put him on NBA Inside Stuff. Like he's still kind of a face of the league. Grant Hill was gonna be the guy until he got injured, and then until Kobe Bryant arrived in the end of the game, and then that's when yeah, kind of moved that. towards Kobe Bryant. If you remember, yeah. Grant Hill was still gonna be the guy. But he got the ankle injury, and then it's it's a game four or five in Indiana. Game four in Indiana when Kobe Bryant takes over because Shaq um, gets injured. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's when. In a well, it kind of started in the All Star game where it was trying to lead towards Kobe, but then they had all those playoff disappointments and stuff, and then it's really game four in Indiana where like that that summer is when he gets all the endorsements that he loses to the rape trial. I think it. I think uh, Grant Hill is. It's Grant Hill, and then maybe Yao Ming are the last rookies to play in the All Star game. And we almost Luka had it with Luca. Yeah, Luca's probably the closest so far. They didn't even let They're LeBron right. play in the All Star game as a yeah, rookie. No, they didn't get the. I was gonna say. Out. I was gonna say if uh, if the Hornets, had, if the Pelicans had been a little bit better, who, who's to say? Maybe. <laughs> yeah, Zion But yeah, I, I, I just don't. I don't know. I don't know if I'm gonna be watching a lot of the Chicago bubble. Like, if if it's on, I guess I watch it. But like, put it on in the background. I mean, yeah, yeah. It's not something you probably like turn the TV to. Like, that's the no. you know you got. If you outside or something doing something, you got to stop what you're doing to watch. We're getting an NBA NIT tournament. Yeah. Who the hell watches yeah. the NIC sort of thing? That's a good question. <laughs> well, fans, I'm sure fans, you know, teams too. Like, are they going to crown a champion of this? Like, this side bubble? Who knows? What's the prize? Yeah, they make a little trophy or something. Yeah. <laughs> or it'd be like uh, Summer League where they just have a tournament just to have a tournament. Because it doesn't sound like the league pushed for this. It sounds more like the players and the teams pushed for this. Well, yeah, this is this is more team pushed thing. Because I'm sure the players don't really care that much. Like Vince Carter retired because the season was over with for the Hawks, so I doubt they. Does he come back now? Or right? I mean, does he come does back and just like? How does that work? Let's see. Like now, it makes me wonder, like. If we're gonna have this second bubble anyway, why don't we just kick off some of those teams that have no chance? Like, like and just put them in this bubble and then yeah, like, bubble. like why? Like why are we at Phoenix? The Phoenix Suns in the in the normal bubble, pretending like they are, they're doing something. Yeah, Orlando would if if it was today. Orlando is in the uh, the Orlando bubble because right now they're they're the eighth seed in the East. Oh, that's right, they are. Jesus, East sucks. Yeah, because they've. They're tied with the Nets for, for seven and eight. That's why I was excited for a minute when they were talking about doing the bubble well, and they were like talking about getting rid of the uh, East and West seeding and kind of just taking the best 16 teams. Yeah, and then kind of doing like a tournament style where you just play some one through 16. Yeah, because like, I mean, that, that would open it up like we'd see the Pelicans, we would see the Blazers, we could get rid of the Nets and the Magic and, you know. It, it's just more competitive basketball. Like, well, you wouldn't get rid of those guys because they're still better than everybody else left. That's true. <laughs> so you still would have them. They would just be playing against uh, Milwaukee and the Lakers, I guess. Yeah, you'd have more. You just have more competitive uh, second round matchups because you yeah. wouldn't have. Whoever gets whoever gets the Nets, if the Nets manage to make it into the playoffs, just gonna have an easy four games. There's some guys on that on that Nets team. Yeah, but I mean, like Karis LeVert and Dinwiddie, maybe against like, and Jared Allen, maybe against like the Bucks. Well, they're not gonna. I mean, obviously, <laughs> they're probably gonna get swept. <laughs> So it looks like we're going to wrap up the podcast without uh, Raph. Uh, thank you again for uh, listening, and thank you, Emmanuel, for informing all of us and educating all of us. Anytime. And uh, 
give it a listen. Give this, give the podcast a listen. Go to anywhere where you get podcasts and subscribe. Leave us a review. And if you want to join the group, uh, go to Facebook, type the Dream Team and search for a group. And right now we have a little bit of trolling for me. I put up a uh, LeBron in a Knicks jersey dunking just to kind of like ruffle the feathers of mostly Noel <laughs> who immediately <laughs> demanded it be deleted. Immediately. Take it down. <laughs> Delete this. But we'll leave it up for a little bit. Just so if you listen to the podcast and you want to join the group, come chat with us. Uh, and we'll see you next week. See Bye, you. guys. Bye. Stay safe. Stay safe.